I'm super stoked because I've got my girl here, my beautiful, beautiful Stacy Davis, but I want to tell you a little bit about her first. And this is something that I really appreciate about this summit is that we have, we have people who are ready and willing to dive in and talk about the real stuff. You know, so many times in, in our society and like our culture, we're not comfortable about talking about some of the stuff that maybe has happened in our past, or maybe some of the things that we've gone through because we have, we, we feel we're going to be shamed or judged or ridiculed in some kind of way, or we're not going to fit in and people are not going to understand us. You know, part of this human experience is that we want to be heard. We want to be seen. And yet we're afraid to be heard and we're afraid to be seen because we don't want to be judged and we don't want to be left out because being left out, being kicked out of the tribe means death, right? And so even if it's not a biological death that we're experiencing, sometimes that feeling of I'm not going to be accepted feels like such a deep death that we will do anything to be accepted. And here's the thing. When we compromise ourselves, when we try to cover up our past or when we try to cover up ah, anything about ourselves that we don't think is good enough, we are actually dimming our light because we're covering it up with more of these, I wish I would have, or I should have, or, you know, I wasn't, whatever those stories are. This woman that I'm about to bring onto the stage with me is so epic. She is a firehouse. She is the founder of Stacy RX. She has been committed for the last 13 years to supporting her, you know, clients, women and men in all the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and financial well-being and helping them to really step into their power and their greatness in life. She helps to usher them through their own darkness because you know it, it's scary. There's no roadmap for that. And sometimes if we're too afraid to go through that darkness alone, we just won't do it. Well, Stacy is incredible because she walks her talk. She's been there. She's done that. And she, and she uses that strength that she was able to gain from those experiences to help people today. And it's incredible. So, you know, she's got, she's, and she's open and shares that she's got experience with addiction and with disordered eating, anxiety, and PTSD. How many of you can relate to that? You know, and it's these experiences that when we're able to tackle them, when we're able to address them, right, just like David had to confront Goliath, that's how you make your breakthroughs. So with no further ado, I want to bring on Stacey Davis. What's up? <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's so good to be here with y'all. I'm so grateful. Yeah. We're grateful to have you here. I'm mm. excited for the wisdom and the insights that you have to share with our, mm. with our viewers. I know that you, you touch so many people's lives. So mm. thank you for being here. Thank you. I, so. I, I want to start off by asking something that I've been asking um, all of the speakers and we're here on the game of life and how to win at summit. And I just want to hear a little take on 
how, what is your, what's your take on the game of life? Mm, it's so funny because literally I was like <laughs> trying to explain to, I have a 10 year old and um, just the night before last. So we have this full star chart, you know, and he has these chores so that he can earn rewards in the home, like iPad time or sushi or these different things that he wants. And I'm trying to explain to Aiden that it's all a game. And this is your first experience of the game. These are the things that you need to do to play the game at home in order so that you can get the things that you want, <laughs> right? And that is on such a small, I'm like, school is a game. Play the game of school. Like, this is what you have to do in order to show up for the school system. But it's like teaching my son at such a young age, like, it's all a game, right? Every single aspect, you know, the way that you are running your business, the way that you are navigating your development the way that you I mean you, the entire journey like the reality of the situation everyone is that you are the experience like you are the journey like, like you are on it there is nowhere to go there is nowhere to be there's nothing to do like this whole entire gift of this human experience is these powerful infinite beautiful spiritual beings that we are you know, with all of the pain and the suffering and the loss and the failure and the love and the joy and the bliss and the, all the beauty that it is to be you and me and us is what it's all about. And so when I think about the game of life, like I think each individual person has to figure out what works for them. What are their core beliefs? What is their core belief system? What are their values, their principles? What are the things that light them up? What are they passionate about? Because what's important to me and what makes me feel safe, secure, complete, whole, like I am in the flow, like I have everything around me that feels yummy, <laughs> like the way that I experience love, the way that I experience pleasure, what I consider success, right? That's mine. And so the way that I show up for the game is different. You know, I have to work with the system. I have to pay my taxes. So they'll give me more money so I can get the next home. And like, <laughs> I have to play this game of that, right? And then, and then the game of balance in my own life and, you know, being a mother and a partner and running a business and taking care of, of, of Stacy first. And, and what does that look like? You know, and showing up in partnership and the game of partnership and the game of parenting, <laughs> right? So it's all of these different things and it's so beautiful and complex and magical and painful <laughs> all at once. So I don't know. Did that answer your question in all the ways? Oh my gosh. In more ways than one. <laughs> yes. Isn't that the truth? You, you are speaking to something that is really profound and deep is that mm. there are these multiple games happening all at one time right? There is, right. there is the societal game. There is recognizing that we're in the game and that we do have to pay the taxes and there are certain, you know, checks and balances and all those things like that. Right. And then there is the inner game, which is really the true home, right? The true place like to, to how do I balance all of these things and still take good care of me and make sure that I recognize that, you know, I'm in the world and I'm living, but I'm also not of it where it's consuming me. And this is what right. is, you know, dictating all of my moves, that my moves, my moves in life, my strategy in life isn't just dictated on the outside of the stuff, but like what's happening from the inside. How do I move from there? It is deep and it is complex and it is painful and it is beautiful. 
it is like all of these things. Mm. And I, and I appreciate that you spoke to that because sometimes people think it's all going to like, we're not doing a good job in life. If we have the ups and downs that, that we're not doing a good job and we're not being successful. If we're experiencing these like, you know, deep harrowing pain sometimes, but it is a part of the tapestry of life. It it is such an important part of the tapestry of life. Do you know how many times I have rebuilt from the ground up in this particular lifetime? I have lost it all. (laughs) Three times I've been multimillionaire. I have lost it all. I have rebuilt multiple times in this lifetime. And it is such a gift. It's like, we want to, you know, uh, shelter ourselves from the pain. We want to shelter ourselves from failure. We want to shelter ourselves from the suffering. And in reality, at least for me, I'll speak to myself and, you know, but I've worked with thousands of people in the last 14 years. And it pretty much is, is, is I can say it in confidence, that the most important parts of who we are, especially in the beginning years, I mean, I'm older, I'll be 45 in March, but the most, and I'm ready to just celebrate and let's play, like the lessons don't need to be so heavy. But in the beginning, it's like, that's what really shapes and defines you and, and, and allows you to know what you're made of. And it teaches us resilience and the lessons come in and they shape us and change us. If we allow it to make us better, it does. Right. And, and it's such a big part of it. You know, it's even with our children. We want to shelter our children from don't let, you know, I need to keep them so protected. It's like, no, he needs to fall down. He needs to figure it out. He needs to understand that it's hard and that he gets back up. That's so much more important to me than just keeping it like in this bubble. <laughs> so interesting. Right. But it's all for us. It really is. And you know what? You learn so much when you lose. If you pay attention, you learn so much in the rebuilding aspect of the rebirth of yourself and your business and your relationships. The fire coming in, the destruction coming in is a part of all of it. And it's, it's sorry, my mouth, you know how I really talk <laughs> when I get excited. <laughs> But it's a part of it and it's so important and it's so beautiful. And so we can't only want it to just be good, right? We have to understand that that other stuff shows you you're still alive. You're, you're in it. Like you are in it when it hurts. You are in it when you're losing. You are in the arena. And those are the people that I want to be around. I don't want to be on those on the sidelines playing it safe. You know how we roll. I don't want to be over here with everybody just watching, like over here with all their little commentary. The people closest to me are in the arena. And when you're in the arena and you're in the game, these are the kind of things that happen, right? It's a part of it. Mm. Are you all feeling inspired right now? Tell tell the truth. Are you feeling it in your body? Do you feel like I got the Holy Ghost right now, right? Listen, listen, it is so true. Somebody write in the comments in the chat or anything, anything that is inspiring you right now about anything that Stacy has just shared. You know, this, this is, it is beautiful. We do get to play in all of these different areas of life. Okay. So Stacy, you, you've mentioned a few things and I want to go back to a couple of them for one, the life, death, rebirth cycle. And 
you know, the rebuilding and the breaking down and then, you know, just having that resilience and the tenacity, you know, it's hard when you lose it all and then you rebuild and then you think everything's going well and then something happens because, you know, because it's going to and the choices that we've made and the people that we're in relationship with and all of it are contributing factors to the next breakthrough or the breakdown that is necessary for the breakthrough. So how have you been able to keep an open heart through mm. the mm. breakdowns, through mm. the painful things? How do you keep your heart open? Yeah, you know, it's a choice. It's a choice. And, you know, um, it's really interesting. We just moved, uh, my partner, myself, and uh, my son, literally like less than, uh, I think it's been a little over two weeks, and to a really beautiful home and a beautiful neighborhood. And it was so meaningful because, you know, 14 years ago, I had to drink a fifth of vodka to not go into the DTs. I was doing cocaine every single day. I have been dealing with, you know, I, I had an over two decade experience of anorexia and bulimia of this relationship with this disordered eating. I had been so hard on myself and I was in such darkness that I did not think I lost my home to foreclosure. I went bankrupt and I came out of that with like beginning from it all. And I had been a millionaire before that we had had companies, you know, and coming back out of that, I can remember being 30 years old and going to serve eggs somewhere after I had run a company, <laughs> right. And being willing to do whatever it took to figure out who I was going to be in this next version of myself, you know, and what, what was, what, what, what was going to now take president and what was going to really become more important to me. And what was this new woman going to be? Because what I know more than anything is every time that we level up, we have to be ready to like, surrender this character that got us to this point and be, become willing to look at ourselves, the li life, others, the world, possibility, success from a different perspective and from a different light, you know, and for me through all, you know, I've been married a couple times. I've been through a lot of betrayal. You know, I lost a child, as you know, Veronica, you know, I put my, one of my sons to rest and, you know, had a one pound, 11, 11 ounce child. And there's been numerous things, you know, in this life that has allowed me to sit from a seat and help powerfully. And that's why, you know, I understand why those things happened. But I remember deciding each and every time that I was going to run the risk again, that I was going to put it all on the line. I was going to open up my heart. I was going to believe that there was something else out there for me. I was going to begin to believe and take action every single day to become this new woman because everyone's like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna, I can't, you know, I don't believe in myself. I don't have trust for myself. I don't love myself. Well, you don't just wake up and love yourself one day after years of internal abuse and trauma and, and conditioning and core beliefs being all out of whack and all of these things. You have to act, you have to take action daily. That starts to rebuild that interconnection, the most important marriage, the most important relationship that you have. And so I would just start taking action as if I was this woman daily again and again and again. And I decided that no matter what, I was going to believe that I could walk through whatever life had for me. 
And then I was going to do it with an open heart and an open mind. And I was going to show up no matter what. And, you know, you put me back in a corner. <laughs> that's usually when I, <laughs> that's usually when I really shine. <laughs> you Don't know? put baby in the corner. <laughs> Don't put baby in the corner. <laughs> wow. Did that make sense? Did any of that make sense? Love it. Yeah. All yeah. of it. I'm feeling, I feel, I feel you so much in everything that mm. you're sharing. I celebrate, I celebrate you being willing to go through the darkness. Mm. This is so important, everybody. It takes courage and grit and sometimes this inner fire to keep moving through the darkness when you don't know how it's going to end or how you're going to get out of it or when when things are going to change, but having that fierce belief in yourself that you are going to be able to make it through whatever it is that life brings, that belief is absolutely essential to your livelihood and to you being able to bring forth your bright light. Those are the rewards that we get for living in this life. Those are what you, the Buddhists will refer to as these merits. We get rewarded by life, by the universe, not in a you're good or bad kind of a way, not that kind of reward, but in the, I get to find more of who I am. That's right. And we get to find more of who we are and we get to bask in our own bright, brilliant light. That's when we know that's when we know that we are a part of the universe. We are a part of everything. That is your gift. That's your reward. So Stacy, you mentioned that like you had to conceptualize, like, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be now? How, who do I want to be after this story? How do I want to be after this divorce? And, and, and after all of the things. So imagine there's these different iterations of yourself that you had to, to bring into your mind's eye so that you could start to elevate towards that. How did you, how did you even come to conceiving that another version of you was possible? Like, how did you envision her so that you could mm. become her? And how did you know the next steps to take? Yeah. So mm, such beautiful questions, V. Thank you so much. Mm, I love thinking about these things. Like you are in the work all the time and like you never, you know, you, you forget to even drop in and start to, to go here with yourself. So from my heart. Yeah. You know, I think the thing with me, um, just because I had so many years of really struggling with, um, you know, the, my food piece, I mean, I mean, it was almost over two and a, you know, well over two decades with bulimia and it was so incredibly painful. And so for me, the, you know, the key things were always, I wanted freedom. I wanted internal freedom. I wanted to have peace inside of this home that I had separated myself from and disassociated myself from for so long. And I had pushed this body and I had put my entire value system centered around a number one, what you thought of me, what I look like and how I could produce for you 
so that you would understand that I had value. And I lived my entire life like that while not trusting you, but I needed you to really love me and want me and see me, but I really did not trust anyone around, you know? And so I knew that I wanted to be able to trust people. And I knew that I wanted to be healthy. And I knew that I was a little bit fancy. And I, you know, I kind of came out of the womb liking things a certain way. <laughs> I just like it a little bit comfortable, okay? <laughs> and I knew that about myself. That's not important to everyone. I knew that I loved to travel. I knew that I needed to be in other environments. I knew that I needed to be in other cultures for periods of time. I knew that those things were important to me. And I knew that I had this natural gift with humans. I had a natural way with business. I had a natural energy that kind of brought people close to me. And so in my mind, I understood that if I started to really develop these aspects, my health, bringing in meditation, bringing in different teachers, taking different courses. That's how I met you. We were in school together for a year. I found Kundalini yoga, you know, paying attention to my relationships. Was I surrounded by people that had what I wanted or was I hanging out in environments and hang, like engaging in conversations that were going to keep me as the same person? Was I around, was I in elevated environments? What was I listening to, Right. What was I reading? Was my life structured? Did I have discipline? And I started to really focus on these little things that I had control over and beginning to release and surrender the burden of some of this other stuff that I kept carrying. You know, I think so much of this work is really being able to understand that you're okay. Even right now, for anyone watching this, if you are in the middle of what feels and seems like the worst space, financially, maybe you have an addiction, maybe it's this relationship, whatever it is, like wherever you're at, it's exactly where you need to be because it's going to position you to be able to do some work that you wouldn't normally be willing to do if your life was just full of rainbows and money and orgasms and travel. <laughs> So, so understanding that like, no matter where you're at on the path, you're okay. And if you're still breathing, then there's work to do, right? And can you start to have some compassion for how far you've come instead of so much judgment? I tell anyone that I work with, the only time I want you looking at the past is to see how far you've come or for information like to tap into that wisdom from them lessons. Other than that, your past does not define who we are in this moment or where we're headed. So we got to surrender that, right? But seeing how all of that stuff really made you incredible instead of deciding that you're broken or damaged or there's no way, right? And like coming into a place of love and I'll zip it for a second. Back to you. No, you... Mm. I love hearing you. Mm. You and I, we we vibe so much on the messages that we share with the world that we live by. So I, I really Time. appreciate that. I was in um, Guatemala earlier this year, and I was reflecting on, you know, some of the things that I've experienced in my life. And I was I was just right at the end of a relationship, 
and thinking about like, wow, you know, I've shared so much with this person. I've shared so much of my history. And now to think about going into another relationship with somebody else eventually and in time that, um, I, you know, at some point I'll, I'll share some of the other, I'll have to share with them, you know, the things that I've experienced. And I had this like, will, you know, will they understand me? Are they going to be able to relate to me? You know, there's oftentimes there's, there has been the story that I've gone through a lot of things in my life that most people can't relate to. And first of all, I don't want that to be a story. So I had to really evaluate that. And I like looked at that. But then the other thing that came to me was I realized when I was questioning and, and having this moment of, oh my gosh, I've got this baggage of my past. I was like, mm. wow, Veronica, like, is that what you're, is that truly how you're still looking at it? You know, because there are different beliefs that are lying under other beliefs and beliefs. And so what I came to was my past is not baggage. My past mm -hmm. is my dowry. Mm -hmm. And anyone who I get to come into relationship with in any way, whether it's through my friendships, whether it's with my clients that I work with, whether it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a romantic relationship, my life and all that I've gone through is my dowry. And these are in part these who I have chose to be because of all of the material that I had to work with. And so it's like, I ask you, you know, each of us is given a variety of different kind of boxes. And some of those boxes are filled with a little bit more darkness than maybe the box next to you doesn't matter. Don't compare it. That's not, that's not your gig. That's not what you're here to do. What is in your box? Mm. What are you going to create with it? What do you choose? Make the most magical experiences out of it that you possibly can. You know, so much of what you're saying too, is like, you're talking about alchemy and mm. alchemy is, is a natural principle here in the world. It's in this, it's in the planet. So you think about how you take cow poo, you take manure, like this is shit, right? That comes out. It is like the excrement. And yet you give it to the earth and the earth knows exactly mm. what to do with it. It will take all of your crap and it creates something beautiful. And that is the thing. It is teaching us. Nature teaches us what our natural state is take all of the crap that you've gone through and turn it around for your good. You have the power to do that. You are speaking to all of that right now. And yeah. I just, I love that. I just think it's so powerful. So I want to um, send out a poll and let's hear what the participants have to say. So let's go ahead and send out that poll right now. And Stacy, I'm going to, um, I'd love to share it with you as well. Um, so the poll question is this, and if you're watching in the Facebook live group right now, you can also comment. And of course I will be sending out, or my team will be sending out the polls here in a little bit, but right now the question is in the game of life, we all face obstacles which one has been the most challenging for you? 
Now, I know that most of you want to have some, you know, like multiple choice and the way it's set up, there's only a single choice. But overall, what has been like the most challenging for you? So the, the responses or the, the available answers are financial barriers, health issues, emotional challenges, environmental circumstances. So in the game of life, which of these areas has been the most challenging for you? Now, interesting enough, right now we're getting the polls as they're coming in and most people at this point are, okay, good, they keep coming. Emotional challenges and then financial barriers and environmental circumstances. Wonderful. Okay, good. So emotional challenges right now is really starting to take, take the lead in that. And so we do have emotional challenges when we are, when we are outside of ourselves looking for the answers and mm -hmm. it takes time to come back home to ourselves so that we can learn how to work with the weather of ourselves, right? Mm. Which is that energy and motion, the emotions that can really take a toll on us and take us from our center. So I want to um, ask you that question, Stacy. What what for you has been the most challenging of those? Yeah, I mean, I would honestly probably say just, um, I mean, I've always done well. Like money has always flowed to me. Now I've, I've definitely had my issues with uh, keeping it around to the level that I really like. But <laughs> so I would say probably for me, it's definitely been my emotional stuff. Um, not being able to manage my thinking, you know, having, a, I have this addictive mind. Uh, it, most of my life has been very black and white. Either I'm all in or I'm all out. I am either everything or I am nothing. Either I'm showing up, you know, there's never been a lot of gray area. And internally, there's been a lot of criticism and condemning. And it was, it's been very like critical inside of my mind and a lot of pushing um, and striving and with and control. Yeah, so much trying to control every single thing outside of myself. Um, so that I could have some sense of safety. And then the aftermath of that would be the totally letting go and being in the food piece or being in addiction or being in whatever it is. So it was like living these two complete different double lives. Like here I am super structured up at three, doing my stuff, handling my business. You think I'm this and that. And then at night I have this whole entire, I have to let go. I need to check out. I cannot be in my body one more second. I can't live this lie one more second. I'm, you know, so that would probably be something that, you know, the main thing, because when that was not, once that really began to heal and I really began to uh, nurture this relationship with Sita, my body, you know, and I really began to heal this relationship with food when I really began, you know, I haven't had a drink in 14 years. So once that got sat down and I really began this path of developing and understanding myself and healing the trauma and taking responsibility for my life and, and, you know, having so much forgiveness and compassion for everything that, you know, had been done. Right. And then everything that I had done, right. It's all the same, right. The, the suffering and the pain that has been inflicted upon us, we have done the same. It just looks different, right. We've all hurt one another. 
it's just the nature of, of this human experience. And so once that began to really heal and I began to really understand all of that, um, the business and, and things, I, well, too, I think once you figure out what you're like, like where, where, where are you supposed to be? Where are your gifts really shining? And once you can get into that place where you can figure out, okay, I'm in my, I'm in my purpose and I'm passionate about that. I love my work. Right. Then, then your whole entire now, 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 now you're in balance. Now you're in alignment. And then of course things are going to, and opportunities and clients and business and everything's going to begin to flow because you're healthy. You're in alignment inside mind, body, you know, mind, soul, heart, body, like we're back in alignment. And so of course the external, now you're in passion and purpose. Of course, the external world is going to start to feel a lot better and things are going to start coming into you because your whole entire frequency is different, right? You're building that. You've, you've begun to really build the most important thing is that inner trust and inner belief in yourself and starting to have confidence, knowing that when you make a commitment inside, which is the most important commitments that we make. And as long as we're continuing to abandon and reject or do anything like that to any part of who we are and our needs and our desires, and we don't speak our truth and we don't have boundaries in our relationships and centered around our time and our energy, right? It's not gonna feel good out there, but once that starts to come back into, and this is the priority, then your external reality just starts to reflect that. You know, the people that I align with today with workers, I mean, it's nothing like it was years ago, even four or five years ago. My entire friendship, all my friendships have shifted and changed, especially in the last four years, you know, because they're back aligned with who I am in this season. And guess what? She's going to change again. <laughs> she better be changing. I tell everybody, if I'm not changing every 365, you better sit me down at breakfast and tell me you're worried. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I think that um, in the untethered soul, um, I think that, you know, the author, Michael, he, he says that, I think it's his sister said every single time that he met his sister again, she had a different personality. Yeah. And it's like, isn't that incredible? Because yeah. constantly changing, upgrading, up-leveling. I love so much of what you just shared. Thank you. Like how many of you out there can relate more and more of you are joining here. Thank you so much for being on and being in mm -hmm. attendance. I know that this is really powerful, powerful stuff. And, and maybe you've been having some of this internal dialogue and you haven't really heard it being reflected out in the way that it is right now through Stacy. But I, I hope that you are really taking this in and nourishing yourself with more and more hope and optimism for all that is possible for you. There's mm. so much possible for you. And as long as you have breath in your lungs and in your body, baby, there's so much magic that is available to you and through you. There's a couple other things that you share that I just want to celebrate. And, and Stacey, you said, I heard you refer to your body as Sita, mm -hmm. you know, and this is so beautiful. Loving your body. I love you, body. You know, if, if any of you have taken 
classes with me, you know that I always say, I love you, body. Honor your body. I love you, body. I love you, body. Thank you, body. Thank you, thank you, thank you, body. And for you to even give your body a name to honor yourself in that way is so precious. So thank you for sharing that. And then the last thing I want to mention before we get ready to wrap up is, did you all hear Stacy really talking about the highest priority being that of, you know, coming back in into integration and integrity with oneself so that whatever you're doing, you know, when you're facing the world, that, that forward facing, that you're also that on the inside for you. I heard this said once that, you know, this true intimacy is being on the inside, on the, on the inside of the face of God, mm. to be on the inside of the temple, not just on the outside, knocking on the door, looking like you are a part of it, but really being it. And, you know, when we are, um, being something outside, but then not doing it for ourselves on the inside, we're cheating ourselves. We're cheating ourselves to such a high degree that it's painful and it creates a grief within us that is so heavy and, and difficult to resolve until we make a different choice. And that choice is to truly come home to ourselves and love ourselves and honor ourselves, honor all of our past, honor the mistakes and the choices, look at all of that and say, you know, to oneself, I'm sorry that I let you down. I'm sorry that I abandoned you. I'm sorry that I mistreated you. I'm sorry that I put myself in a relationship where I could be, you know, mistreated, where I mistreated others. Bring yourself home. Come into the face of God. Come into the temple of your own being. And if you don't resonate with what I'm saying when I refer to God, then you know, put that in your own terms. What I'm saying is come home to you. And when you do that, guess what? Your confidence, just as you're speaking to Stacy, really does start to build because confidence means con firde, with fidelity, with trust. And mm. so you don't have so much of that um, imposter syndrome hanging around. You know why? Because you're not an imposter, because you know that you own the kingdom of yourself and that you are here to serve and to love and to be the light that you already are. You simply mm. have to remember it and reclaim it and celebrate it and shine it. So I just thank you so much. I want to check the questions really quick. Okay. We've got one question. Thank you so much. And um, so Stacy, here it is. Stacy, thanks so much for sharing your story. In mm. your ongoing evolution, have you ever left behind anyone who wasn't growing with you? If so, oh. how do you address that with them? Well, I've gotten better, better at it <laughs> with time. Yeah, I've gotten better at it with time. Um, you know, I, I, I really celebrate the impermanence of life. You know, I talk about that with my son all the time. And I'm very comfortable with people coming into my reality uh, for lessons and experiences. And I'm very comfortable with people leaving my close reality and understanding that sometimes things have just simply ran their course. 
And so I really pay attention. And nowadays, what I have come to find and know to be true is this. When I'm holding on to someone for whatever reason, knowing that they can no longer, like that their relationship is no longer in alignment. You know, you want to, to the question, I've outgrown them, whatever, they've outgrown me. That's not happened yet, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, and what I've found is that it is so painful for them to be close in my energy, feeling like they're not enough anymore. And so it is the most loving thing for me to surrender people, places, and environments once I am onto the next, because not like it, it's so healthy for myself and for others. And I'm telling you, like, I no longer feel like there's anything wrong. I lived so much of my life thinking that there was something broken when things didn't last forever. And now when, re when relationships transition and evolve, I am like, I lean into like how proud I am of myself, that I've chosen myself once again. I've surrendered this human being to continue on their path of lessons in this land of lessons to have the experience that's gonna shape them next, you know? And, and you want to be surrounded by people that want you to continue to elevate. You really do. You wanna really pay attention to that. So if you, uh, and as you really begin to shift and change, it makes people uncomfortable. So get prepared and you're gonna have to decide whether or not you're going to allow that to stop you from your development and where you're headed, their comfortability is gonna be more important or if what you really want and desire is gonna be enough for you to let them go or let the relationship transition because I don't want anyone close to me that my growth and my success and my evolution is threatening. I only want people close to me that when I am leveling up, that they are so incredibly happy for me and they can see it and they want to be close to that energy. Yeah. Mm, I just got chills. Yeah. I, I'm so grateful for you being here. Mm, love you. Love you so much. Thank oh you for having gosh. me. It's been magic. It's been magic. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Good home. morning. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I hope that you are all feeling inspired and lit up. I know that I am. And we would love to have your support. If you love what you are experiencing here on the game of life and how to win it, share this with your friends, your family, your community. Let's get more people in this summit so they can be blessed and inspired because we've got incredible and powerful work to do on this planet. And it begins with us first, taking care of ourselves from the inside so that our beauty and our radiance effort and effervescence just naturally overflows from the inside. And it just blesses all around us. Stacey, I am so grateful for you. I love you. Thank you. Everyone, you see here on the screen an invitation to join the Aligned community. We want to be able to include you in this kind of conversation and support and love. So join the Aligned community. It's only $19. That's it. And in this community, we will be meditating. You will hear these different Dharma talks. It's just going to be a really inspiring place for you to come and get fueled up to meet other like-minded people. So if you like what you see here, we're going to have more of a meditation-based focus, but also be inspired by speakers such as Stacy, myself, and some of the other amazing speakers 
who you have already heard in the Game of Life and How to Win It Summit. So just make sure that you scan that QR code so that you can join. And everyone who joins this week is going to be entered into a drawing for some like incredible prizes. We've got some um, autographed books by me. We also have a stay of a couple of stays at Savannah Wellness mm. uh, Resort and Spa. And that is just epic. So thank you, Savannah. And um, and then some other really cool things. I, I hope that you can see this, but we've got some Game of Life merch there. Mm. You can't really see it so well because of my background. Anyways, I'll take a picture of it and make sure that um, I put it in there. But we've got some really cool prizes. Make sure that you that you sign up. Like that's less than, you know, a purchase at Starbucks. No big deal. It's 19 bucks and it can absolutely inspire and change your life for good. So thank you all for being here. I'm so grateful. Big shout out, Stacey. Woo, woo. Thanks everybody. Have a magical day. Stay blessed. And we'll see you back here at three o'clock Pacific Standard Time for our next, oh, actually 12 o'clock. Yeah, 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time three o'clock East coast time. Thank you. Be blessed. <laughs> welcome back welcome back to the game of life and how to win it summit i hope you are enjoying i hope you're enjoying the summit i hope you're getting so many different tips and inspirations i hope that you're asking yourself more questions bigger questions deeper questions and maybe some of the questions that you haven't been comfortable asking up to this point I hope that you are also feeling really good about yourself and choosing to see the beauty in you as you hear some of these stories of triumph and overcoming great adversities and challenges. Because the bottom line is every single one of us has challenges and adversities and difficulties and crap that we've gone through that really sucks, right? We can all say yes to that, we have. And, it, and, and the difference maker is what do you choose to do with that? 